0: Yo, people always ask me what kind of frames I'm rocking. I've been rocking Caddis for a couple years. They make amazing progressive readers, which I wear. Also, they make sunglass readers, anti-glare, anti-smudge coating, anti and anti-aging. That's why I look mad young when I wear them. I'm just kidding. Um, but they make amazing frames. Caddis so stoked to have you guys part of the podcast. You can go to caddislifecom slash toby10 and get $10 off your first purchase. Stoked. Thank you, Caddis. Welcome to the fam. Yo, yo, Liquid Death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests. You get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic. Murder your thirst. Stay hydrated. You know, H2O saves lives. <clears throat> Microphone check, check, check. Welcome to the One Life, One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morse. If my voice sounds weird or strange, I just came for the dentist and I feel like I'm talking crazy, but I'm not. Um, to the right of me, I have my man Chappelle Lacey in the house. Yeah. Um, who's here. My friend Derek, who's always with me as of late, is in Paris, and Berlin is coming back soon. We miss you, Derek. Yeah, miss you, Derek. Chappelle Lacey's holding it down. Thanks for being yeah. here.
1: I hope, I, I hope I'm i doing him justice.
0: And then, my friend, I'm really psyched to you here, and uh, we've been talking about coming on for a while, and it's been a crazy world with uh, lockdowns and all kinds of shit. Mr. Brady, Mr. Braden Safransky. Hey, how's it going? I said it right. I said, I said yeah. Braden. Braden Safransky. Brady. I shouldn't say Brady. Brady. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> so Braden good. Safransky. I feel like... When I'm talking, I'm not saying what I'm really talking. It's strange. I feel like I'm talking like so- I sound crazy. So I, I I I was so nervous about your name, Sierfranski, because of the way it's spelled. Because on your Instagram and usually it's like SZA. We was yeah. talking about that a few minutes ago. You're the OG SZA. And um, <laughs> OG SZA, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so Polish, awesome. Yep. I never knew that.
2: Yeah, I I don't know my exact heritage. I just know that like when they did one of those ancestral things, oh, or whatever. Yeah. That it's like a shit ton of German in me okay. from both sides. And then somehow somebody fled and they all ran to Poland. And <laughs> then we were Polish from then on. <laughs> Sick, <awesome. laughs> you never
0: did the 23 in me. What's that? 23. I haven't done it now. Okay.
2: I mean, I want to, cause I wanted to actually figure out what, cause I don't have any grandparents or yeah. anybody to talk to about any of that kind of stuff. So yeah, I don't know where uh, like my grandpa, on my dad's side died when I was a kid. So, okay. And then my, Mom's side, he was just like born, I think, in Las Vegas or something, or moved there in like 1914. Wow! wow. So, and that became a city in like 1904. So, okay, we're just Vegas as yeah. long as I can remember. <laughs> Damn.
0: Yeah, you're, I think you're the first guest I've ever had who's born and raised in Vegas. It's pretty amazing. Fuck yeah! I think I, I'm we'll pretty sure, really, man, because everybody yeah. goes there. Everybody's <laughs> always traveling, going through Vegas, but you don't meet that many people uh, from Vegas. You know, you know Ronald's Donuts.
2: Why does that sound familiar?
0: It's a it's a donut spot off the beaten path in Vegas, and has a whole vegan selection. Is it? Yeah, it's I like think
2: a, is it uh, right by Fremont Street.
0: It might be. It's like off
2: the It's like off the off you the know, strip. Off the strip. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's
0: an old school spot, but they have a duplicate uh, case of donuts that are exactly like the original ones. But there's a vegan option. It's amazing. It's like a. Secret treasure We always go and we go there Nice it's like the Yeah Hayden. I'm gonna have to Look that up Ronald's Donuts, <laughs> Ronald's Donuts <yeah>. um, <laughs> It's so gonna hard. be like
2: Right next to my mom's house And I just never oh, noticed yeah. it Yeah
0: Yeah because it's a strip mall It's just super basic But just it's away Away from the strip Yeah No it's in the strip mall Like a little strip mall area Not the strip The strip mall Like classic Like a little like uh, yeah. Corner You know what I'm saying Yeah
2: yeah yeah uh, So it's probably actually On the east side of town Where everything's A little bit older Yeah and there's yeah, a yeah. lot bigger Older strip malls And there's like summer of cyan not summer i mean uh lotus of Siam, like okay. old restaurants like that that have won so many awards but if you're not from there and you don't watch food network shows you wouldn't ever know <laughs> just <laughs> like oh let's just go down over here and take a left into this hoodie street and down this yeah. street and then boom yeah. here it is the most famous restaurant
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so vegas is so interesting because I don't know. There is so many cool things about Vegas and I've only, I've only seen the, just the main things when I go there and play there, you know, punk rock bowling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's walking ever the strip. Yeah. And the strip and just that, but there's so much other things. So what was it like growing up there in Vegas?
2: You know, I thought it was completely normal until I actually moved away from Vegas, and then I realized that, like, oh, okay, the shit we did as kids was not normal. (laughs) (laughs) That that was just our normal. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's funny that you say that. My girlfriend's from Vegas. She literally says that exact same thing. Really, she's from Vegas. Exactly. Well, I mean, when we were were like
2: kids, you know, I've been in bars since i was like three years old and whatever or my dad would be gambling smoke everywhere and me and my brothers would be sitting in a booth and they'd just like every hour or two just can you send them over some ice cream or some whatever (laughs) like so you know the things that we just thought were completely normal just being in a restaurant everyone smoking crazy shootouts crazy whatever like drugs, hookers on every corner of every, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that on the strip. And you just, you didn't, I thought that was normal. And like, yeah, always doing dumb things to tourists and just running amok. And then you kind of came to California and then you came to other places and you're like, oh, people aren't like that. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't act like that. They think that we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We weren't doing anything crazy. We were just doing with like the product of what we've seen every day. Yeah, the yeah. environment. So you have
0: brothers and sisters?
2: Yeah. Well, I have a, a half sister and then okay. two brothers,
0: and so uh, were your parents pretty strict growing
2: up? Um, yeah, my mom was crazy strict. Um, I mean, I don't really know. I mean, she just she tried to raise us Mormon because she thought that was the right thing to do. Wow! And me and my little brother knew what that we didn't care. And as we got older, she also didn't care too after we all turned 18. She was like, I don't know. I just thought it was like something that you did <laughs> yeah. to like to... but then my older brother, he took it extremely serious. Oh, okay. And then my dad, yeah. he was like a not I, I can't even explain it. He was he smoked weed his whole life. He did everything. He was a hustler, he was craziness and whatever, but then he'd be like, You can't go to a rock and roll show. Crazy shit happens at those.
3: Wow. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: Like he would be like weirded out, but then at the same time he'd be like in a street fight and then doing some other shit and be like wow. drunk as hell and so i don't really know you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. who was strict and who wasn't it was kind of my mom was more shadowing that's for sure okay mm-hmm. and my dad didn't really give a shit what we did he just didn't want us like he just for some reason thought and he still until he died was like you should not travel anymore you know the it's not safe out there in the world. Wow. And, you know, he was just like weird Uh kind of, I don't even know. Was he scared of the world? He was paranoid. That's what it was. I think he smoked too much weed. That's all. (laughs) He's just paranoid. Shouldn't shouldn't leave the house. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But he didn't care what else he did. He just was paranoid. Wow.
0: So you guys are out in the street. Were you rebellious against like your mom being like that? Trying to make you be more and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I
2: I remember when I was uh, a little kid, I went to my bishop and I told him I was gay because I knew that that was the only way to get kicked out of the religion. <laughs> what? And they started laughing and they were like, we know that you're not gay. Do you really want out of the religion that bad? And I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. And wow. they were like, they're like, it's cool. You know, you're always allowed to sit in the back and do whatever. We know that, like, you know, it's not for everybody, but we Holy respect shit. you for being brave enough to like yeah. trying to get out. That way. That's I'm like, hilarious. That's yeah. amazing. Wait, so did you grow up around a lot of Mormons then? Uh, I mean, Vegas is the second capital, I think, of the world. I yeah. I didn't know that. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm from Arizona. I yeah. grew up around a, a yeah, ton. Yeah. It's, it's Well, I mean, Utah is connected to us, so yeah. It's, yeah. they all just go right mm-hmm. to the closest thing. But Vegas is like tons and tons of Mormons. Wow. I, even know I mean, them, I right. I have respect for all of them. I'm just... Yeah. It just wasn't for me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And so how were you in school?
2: Uh, I don't know. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you graduate? No. Wow. Well, you like you was skating. You started skating early, right? Yeah, I started skating early, and then uh, I think when I was eleven, my parents brought me out to California, and I was just started skating. I remember going to uh, Huntington and Newport and L.A. and going, "Why are you taking me back to Vegas?" Like, Mm. I made my mind up. This is what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to move to California. I'm going to be a pro skateboarder. Wow! And I knew it forever and ever. And I remember. I was uh, one of the oldest in my class. School started like September 24th or something like that. And yeah. and I would have, I turned uh, 18, would have been October 3rd of my senior year, like two weeks in. Yeah, And I kind of gave him this ultimatum like when I was 17 and a half or something. Where I was like, either you're gonna hold me here, and when I turn 18, I'm gonna leave that day anyways, and I'm gonna go to California and fulfill my dream, or you're going to let me go now and I'm going to go to California and fulfill my dream. And so <laughs> they let me leave at 17. And wow. so I just came out to LA and thought I made it to Venice beach. This is the Mecca. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And so I'd convinced my mom that I had a friend that I was staying with, but I was really just sleeping in the car for like eight, nine months. Wow. And man. I was, I remember getting stopped by cops a few times in the middle of the night, them knocking on my window and they're like, are you a runaway are you this and i'm like no my friend actually lives right there i just his mom's being mad at me so i can't come in the house Ooh, and they're like and they're boring. like well you can't sleep on the streets and i'm like i'm not homeless i'm not anything i'm literally just <laughs> I'm, I'm just staying because i'm waiting for them to wake up and i'm gonna we're all gonna go skate wow. nobody was there that was just making up houses <laughs> <laughs>
0: good man. that's good man that's street, jump, street-wise I, shit. I mean i got away with it so yeah, and is it true that like your neighbor? Like your neighbor's uh, brother was in jail and, and his sister gave you yeah. a scapegoat like 11 years old or something? Yeah,
2: that was uh, this girl, Ariana. I've known her. She was the first person I think I ever met. Um, we met when we were three in pre- in kindergarten or preschool wow. or something like that. And she was like four houses down. And we're still very, very, very That's close cool. friends. And uh, she her brother went to jail for some random, I don't even remember what it was, yeah. but... My brother skateboarded and she knew I wanted a board and for my eleventh birth or my twelfth birthday, but she gave it to me like six months earlier. She was like, Hey, I got you this like as a birthday present and that was my first board. That's fucking That's, awesome. I don't even care. I still remember it was like venture trucks, a slick Powell Peralta. Nice. Uh <laughs> some wheels that were like bright yellow because they've been sitting in the sun for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so you just started skating and did you find other kids that were skating? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, we didn't really have skate parks back then. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it was just a random little click of my brother's friends. And then I kind of met through yeah. people through that. And I got lucky because my older brother was a construction worker. My dad was a carpenter and built hotels and everything. So, he would and he didn't want us leaving the yard so he built fucking a bunch of ramps and Sick. everything and we didn't have a skate park so it would be like kenny anderson and all these older pro skaters would come over to our house and they called it the skate house wow so i got That's lucky amazing. to like Sick. just sit around and just watch all the older guys and i kind of met a crew and a bunch of people through that and then I kept getting kicked out of schools. So eventually they were like, we have to homeschool you because you can't go to any more opportunity schools and wow. this and that, which was kind of a blessing because I'd wake up at six, seven in the morning, finish my schoolwork by ten thirty or 11. Skate. And then I would just have, you know, for a 13 or 12 year old or whatever, you have unlimited energy, don't yeah. matter who's there. And you would just skate for 10 hours a day wow. in your yard and I would watch them come over at night and skate for an hour. And then when they'd leave the next day, whatever they did, I was like, I got to learn this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome. man. So by the time they get back, I can do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you remember your first trick you learned?
2: Uh, it's just an Ollie. Like everybody,
0: once you get that Ollie though, man, it's fucking it feels magical. Yeah. When
2: you first land that, I think, but once you actually do, cause I, I see kids who can ollie. I mean, most people can figure that one out. Once you land your first kickflip, mm-hmm. you either make up your decision right then. It's your kickflip or your first heel flip. It's yeah. literally your decision right then of I'm either doing this for the rest of my life or <laughs> we're, we're, that hurt way too much and we're yep. done. But yeah. most people get that like, fuck, yeah, that that rush of I can't believe I just worked so hard and that board flipped under my feet and now I'm standing on it again.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. So were your parents supportive about you going to Cali? They, they had no choice because you're 18.
2: No, uh, they were supportive because by that point, like Kenny Anderson and all them have like Taking me under their wing for so many years. And they were like, well, definitely he's going to be something big. Wow. And we're going to make sure that he has all the right connections and right everything. And so they always knew that like, it's cool. He's going to go there anyways. We might as yeah. well let him do his dream. So what were you doing? You got it. Did you start working? Did you start
0: working jobs when you got here? Or you just kind of just like- no, I fucking didn't care if I had a goddamn dollar in my name. I was skating. That was it. <laughs> like, He's crashing in people's houses and well, streets. Or... I
2: got lucky because when I was like 15 or 16, Kenny told me, uh, you never have to get uh, worry about boards again. I'll take care of you on boards and wheels. Damn. And so he would give me like four boards a month and I could sell two of them, ride two of them for the month. And that was 40 bucks. And. You know, I didn't give a shit. I'll eat ramen noodle back then. And I had <laughs> and I had I had uh El Pollo Loco back then it was the BRC burrito, which is bean, cheese, and rice, and that was ninety nine cents. Oh, you're chilling. So I can get two of those a day and then a ramen noodle and I had enough energy to do whatever the fuck Ooh, I damn. wanted throughout the day, you know what I mean? You found your way. And we were also, you know, little asshole kids. There was a couple of my friends that moved out around the same time. Yeah. And they actually had a house. And sometimes not proud of it, but sometimes we would go to like Vaughn's, fill up a whole shopping cart, and just push the shopping cart right outside the front door. Wow. And nobody ever chased us. I swear we did it like That's five times. Crazy. And like I remember we'd get to the car and we're like throwing <laughs> things in, going, Is this for real right now? We and have like came full out. chickens and <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's crazy. Just Meanwhile, push the, it right the out. food had no bags. Yeah, no, no bags. Nothing. Nobody even noticed. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you
2: just act like you own the place, nobody yeah, pays just, attention to you. Yeah. Just, oh, that's
0: right. No bags. Yeah, yeah, no bags. Think about it. Damn, <laughs> but, that's crazy. Go away
2: with that. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I mean, it's not. I don't steal or do any of that bullshit anymore. But that was definitely like when <laughs> you're, you're surviving when, though. When you were starving, yeah. and you were like, I mean, there was starving, <laughs> and then there was also like, okay, who grabbed the fucking six box of gushers? And you're yeah. like, that's not really starving. We just. Okay, you just wanted some candy too. And then wow. you're
1: being eco-friendly by not getting bags. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> way, way before it was hit. way before smart.
2: Way before was cool. Way before. Um, Trying to save the ocean way back then. <laughs> so, you
0: just started street skating and just all that and then like how long was how long was the time frame between like moving to California and getting like your first sponsor?
2: Okay, so I moved in January, February, March. It would have been March 4th. I don't know how I remember these. I remember cuz I was just so I can't believe that my parents left uh, on a trip and I was supposed to be there for another until like summer. And I remember that day I was like, they're gone I'm fucking out. And so it was like March 4th <laughs> and that was in 2000. 2000. Then so this would have been, I guess it was a lot longer than eight months that I was, I was doing what I was doing because it was nine eleven on nine eleven. Wow. My board broke uh, and I was going to Melrose where I knew that there was a skate shop and I didn't know about anything else. I just knew there was this random skate shop. So I was going down Melrose, me and my friend Eric, and there was this Cadillac driving down the street honking the horn with an American flag being held out the window and he's screaming America! Fucking America! And we were like, that was Chad Muska. Holy shit. Wow. And, oh, shit. and, and, <laughs> and so... I went and bought this board and then right then I was walking back towards the car and Chad was skating down the street And I knew he was from Vegas and we stopped him and we were Mm. like Hey, we have some mutual friends, you know, Travis and this and that and he was like, oh, yeah I'm actually going to this shop Brooklyn projects. It's right here And we didn't and we didn't know about Brooklyn projects. So we went to some random little shop So we walk into Brooklyn projects and Chad was like, oh, you're from Vegas. Do you have a video? And you know me being a little ass kid. I was like, bam <laughs> it was like, a, like big ass VHS, yeah, was straight up VHS just pulled it right out and they were like and uh Dom I just met Dom 10 seconds earlier and Dom had a TV there and he put it in and the first trick was a backsmith down this Beverly 12 and Chad just pressed pause and he goes turns around and goes do you have any sponsors I go no he goes okay you're on shorties circa ghetto child this and went down every sponsor he had and he's like and where are you living I was like um under this big tree in venice beach wow, and dude. he Damn. was like no nah, you can come stay with me and here's a bunch of you guys smoke weed right and like gave us weed and whatever and the dom right away was like you ride for brooklyn projects you're part of us forever and <laughs> that's so fucking amazing literally like so whenever people bring up 9-11 i'm always like yeah it was really tragic and it was a fucked up bad time but for me it was the beginning of everything i ever worked for in my yeah, whole life
0: that's so crazy that's crazy, crazy. Cause that's all I think about on that day. I don't think about other things happening no. in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean, like yeah. Meanwhile, it was a different world for you. Yeah, and just that moment, that time. Like, what if you weren't going down Murrow's? What if you didn't run into Muska? Just
2: yeah, all that. I mean, it's amazing, you know, man. Muska holding an American flag out the window, screaming, <laughs> <laughs> and like then <laughs> skating down the street with an American flag around his back and like holding it up. And wow, dude. So,
0: so that was it. That's the beginning right
2: there. That was so every like it's weird how Musca. I actually have a timeline of my everything just because. That date, you know what I mean? Yeah. That I can actually tell you exactly when my whole life changed was 9-11-2001.
0: And so he took you in Muska. Yeah. Shout out just, to Muska, man. By the way, straight up, he was in sh- the pod too, but he's not from
2: Vegas. He was from Ohio, I think. Yeah, he's from Ohio. Then but he lived when there he was a life. kid, he moved to Arizona and then yeah. moved to Vegas before he moved to San okay. Diego or wherever the fuck it was in California. Well, I want to
0: correct myself. You're the original from born and raised in Vegas, though. I just thought about that.
2: Kenny Anderson.
0: Even and Kenny Anderson, this oh, shit. yeah I'm yeah. staying on the pod though. Oh, okay, I'm gonna get Kenny okay. on oh, though for sure. Yeah, Kenny's sick with his like amazing vegan skate shoes and shit. He's, he's
2: a, just all around amazing human being. I heard, probably I heard one of the things. nicest guys that you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah. And yes, he's organically grows everything he I know, eats, and I know. he just cares about everyone and the whole planet and fucking. I remember being in his car as a kid and someone threw, back then. Yeah, this is like back in the 90s yeah, yeah, and someone threw something out his window and he fuck- and i've never seen this dude mad ever and he fucking slammed on his brakes turned around and was like about to slap the dude and was like get the fuck out of the car go pick that up now pick up two other pieces of trash Wow! throw that shit away do ever fucking litter out of my car don't ever even litter around me again and i was like damn what a what a solid dude <laughs> damn yeah
0: <laughs> dude that's amazing yeah. man yeah, I definitely get him on. Um, all right, so now you're sponsored by all these companies, and that really happens. Like, it all comes... You didn't just say it, it happened. You get sponsored by all these companies. You live in Muska. Yeah, right? he's he definitely, like,
2: started introducing me to celebrities and people. And next thing you know, I'm, like, with Paris Hilton and all these oh, other people. Oh, that's things. right. I'm yeah, like, then. this is your girlfriend? What the fuck is going on? Wait, he's right? Paris? <laughs> Back
0: then, yeah, that's right, man. We talked about it. That's right. You're right now. you in the mix, bro. Yeah, like went
2: from like, holy shit to holy shit. Yeah. You're
0: living under a tree and then you're living <laughs> up in the hills. Yeah. And how old are you then? 18?
2: Yeah, just uh, turned 18. Jesus, bro. Yeah.
0: And then what? So then you started entering contests in Cali?
2: No, I, I just, I never really was a contest skater. And then I just started mm-hmm. uh, skating and one day was right here, right up the street from your house. And uh, I remember we weren't staying at Chad's house for a little bit. He had some, he was just letting us stay And we had other houses that we'd go to. And I ran into this other kid and he was like, I just moved to LA. You can move into my house or come over and stay, stay a night or two. And we were there for like an hour. And all of a sudden the door gets kicked in and it's train wreck, Andrew Reynolds, Eric Ellington and all them. And they're like, we just got kicked out of our house for they just the <laughs> landlord just threw them out because they were just too fucking gnarly. Wild, yeah and they were like we're staying here because it was a bootleg house so he was they were paying the rent mm. it was under his company so he was like this is my i'm taking uh, over the room wow. and i stayed the first night we stayed up all night drinking smoking partying whatever and we went to bed and you know the whole time i'm just a little fan still of everybody like oh yeah. shit this is crazy and the next day we woke up and andrew just looked at me and he was like where are you sleeping tonight and i was like I don't know, and he's like, "You don't have to leave." And then around four or five nights, he was like, "No, nah, you're with me from now on." Wow. And then that following Christmas or New Year's Eve, like on a couple of days after New Year's, he just came up to me and goes, "Do you? Here's the option: you can be am for Baker right now, or you can call it Muska and be on flow for Shorties and see where that takes you." And I called Chad and I was like, "Chad." I got to quit. <laughs> 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 and he was mad. Oh, he was oh, really? so mad at me. And then, you know, over the years, he finally, you know, came up and he was like, you did what you had to do, man. So it was I, a couple years you. of not talking and stuff like that? Or no, no, we talked, like, okay. but he was, you could just feel the animosity. He was just kind of bitter about it. Damn. And then he came up to me and then this is after shorties and everything went out of business. And he was like, you did the best thing, dude. You did what you had to do for your career. You got where you needed to be and you, took responsibility for yourself and i don't know why i was mad i think i was just hurt because i wanted you to be the dude that wrote for us and yeah. nobody's ever quit any of my stuff and i'm like i get it dude you got that cool ego you know you're the dude yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but wow. yeah so we've been very very close friends ever since do he's you, one of my idols oh uh, yeah he's a uh, bastard do you and like uh
1: because I, I mean i i know who you are i have skateboarded all that stuff and i, I do, do you feel like you know, because I think, yeah, that I honestly think that was a better decision. Because I think when I watch you skate and stuff like that, like you, you have that Baker it's feel it's, to that's it. That's what I also thought, you know? and that's
2: what Chad eventually came mm-hmm. and told me too. He was like, you know, we were more of a fresh this, and you were more hesh and crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, you, you fit Baker. Yeah, he you was know what like, I mean. You know, you just literally were a Baker. It was kind of perfect for what happened, and and it just kind of was history from there. Yeah. Now I run my own empires.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. I know. So you've been, you've been sponsored and skating ever since that. Yeah. Like that's when you're full time. That's your, that's your, main I mean, thing.
2: I just turned 38 in October. It's my main thing and it always will be, I'm going to be a skater forever. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm going to do whatever, but you can't just like anybody do. Thing. Yeah. You have to do everything. And for me, my mind moves too fast and too hyperactive and crazy that I don't want to just be one thing. I love skating. I'll skate any day, anywhere with anybody. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yes, I fucking love to be in front of cameras. I love acting. I love uh, right after this, I have to go do a tattoo. That's what I've been doing lately is I I love tattooing. I love like painting. I love like, you know, being part of so many different worlds, you know, I don't have to, you get to a certain age where you're like, I want to do everything. Yeah. I don't want to just, do of course at fifteen, sixteen, nineteen, twenty, you couldn't even get me to like go to the fucking desert or something to go <laughs> with with a girl because I'd be like, "You're taking away hours of skating, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> what am I going to do out here? What we're going to have sex? I could do that at home. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I got to go skating. <laughs> oh, sh-
0: <laughs> so every so every single day that that was it. Yeah, and like that was your main thing. No no other jobs at that point. Right? Just strictly no, just skating I, until. until
2: recently i didn't ever have a real job i mean skateboarding is a real job because i broke every bone and killed myself and did everything (laughs) that i possibly could for it yeah Mm -hmm. but i've never like had to clock in somewhere and Mm. tell somebody like and have a boss sit there and tell me you didn't treat this fucking customer right and you know Yeah, yeah and then after that i went into tattooing and i own a sunglass company and i own uh, Ghetto child wheels with some partners And some other things so it's awesome. There is no clocking in you know I can go down To happy hour shades at any time yeah, And I don't Have to show up for two months The It's ran <laughs> yeah. by Amazing people and yeah, it does awesome. what it needs To do and then you know when I show up Everybody's like woo let's have a barbecue And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's do fucking or I'm in there talking to the accountants And yeah. whatever else goes with that You know so and then tattooing Is like just I have a tattoo after this. I was supposed to do it at five. I called the girl and said, Hey, I can't do it till seven. She was like, sounds good. Thank you. There's no like clocking in. No, (laughs) you know what I mean? If anything, the person that I'm, I work for his tattoo shops, like you have a key. I don't care what time you tattoo. As long as you put your rent in the fucking box, everything's good. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty mobile with it too. I see traveling around tattooing and stuff like that. Right. Well,
2: that was just because, with the pandemic stuff. Yeah, and we're not yeah, supposed yeah. to talk about that yeah, because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no. I mean, every tattoo artist in the world did it. Everybody, know, but know. legally, <laughs> you're supposed to be in a shop. That's yeah, and yeah, but we're all safe and everybody did everything yeah. sanitary and yeah. and this and that and you know made sure that our whole area was perfect and every the whole. But yeah, yeah technically, you're supposed to be in an actual tattoo shop and since the pandemic's ended nobody's i don't see people doing house calls you no, know what no, i mean no, like no, no no and i've been asked by a lot of different shops actually around the world which now that we're out of the pandemic this next summer i want to do i got asked by a shop in paris to do it's cool uh oh, come out oh, yeah. yeah guest spot for a week cool. i got offered in berlin copenhagen uh london this shop in New Mexico, my friend's shop in New York, so and then my cool. other friend's shop in uh, Australia. And I was like, you know what? Tattoo tour. This sounds kind of fun. Like, yeah. I can go out there, they'll either pay for my flight, or I pay for my flight, I can bring my girlfriend or whoever, and you're like, cool, I'll book all my tattoos in three days, yeah. we'll make it a, a nine-day trip, work for three days doing something I already love to do, yeah. and then afterwards you get a vacation with all of your friends and then you know yeah yeah. skate do whatever and then you come home and you made money for being there so you're like oh you gotta do it man yeah and i'd love just to like i was out in long beach the other day and i ran into a kid that at the park that uh he was from canada and i remember during the pandemic he just happened to be in vegas and i Uh, Did a tattoo on him and I ran into him and he like pulled up his sleeve and it was beautiful how it came out like a year later And I was like, wow, that's that's a warm weird feeling to see a kid that lives in Canada Yeah, and he has a piece of your art on him for the rest of his life You know what I mean? Like something
0: that you drew So did you what was your first tattoo
2: on yourself? like your first tattoo you got and how old were you? Oh, my first one was this one and that was when I was 18 the skateboarder and that was I wanted tattoos my whole life. And my mom always said that if I did, she would burn it off of me. Damn. And so on my 18th birthday, my dad took me to get this and he was like, well, your mom can't sue me anymore. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ended up getting that one. And I'm thankful for my mom. Cause uh-huh. if it wasn't for her, I'd probably literally have like oh, no. the misfit skull this big, you yeah. know what I mean? Like my whole entire chest <laughs> and be like, yeah. and have like, dumb friends that have covered everything of just stupid stupid tattoos yeah and then luckily enough for me i waited that time and i got to grow up with like woo dr woo and andrew the kid and and all these great tattoo artists were all my tattoos i'm like cool they're not shit so yeah and and i get to say like i have tattoos like these and a bunch of fun ones from like woo and all them when they were like Apprenticing just coming
0: up, you know what I mean? And things that if
2: you get this, you tell people that that's from them, they're like, No, it's not. I know his style, you're like, Yeah, "Yeah, yeah, but I've gotten originals, like,
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, were you doing art too as a kid? I mean, I just I would
2: just draw, but I would mainly get like frustrated because you would be sitting in a bus or a van next to like Spanky and all these people who are. Fucking insane artists, and you'd start drawing something really stupid, and then they would draw something like fucking Amazing. I mean, like it would be like it should be in a uh, museum somewhere, yeah, yeah. And you're just going, Crumple up this paper, <laughs> throw it away, I don't fucking care anymore, I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> and so, do you start practicing on yourself? Do you, is it true people practice on yes. like fruit and shit like that, or I have no clue, okay? You just I, mean, people I got. First.
2: I got really 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 lucky. Yes, I have uh about 4 or 5 on my leg yeah. from me trying to learn just ho- how to hold it and everything. Yeah. Every tattoo artist has the top part of their leg Fortune from sh- yeah, 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 where they tried to figure it out. But I got lucky. The people I apprenticed to, everybody was like you've gotten insanely lucky because you had a fan base. You got to do tattoos cuz most people, you know, I apprenticed for a year. And I still, I mean, I don't give a shit what people say. I'll apprentice my whole life. It's just like skateboarding. I'm still going to ask every skateboarder. I've been doing it for 27 years. Hey, how'd you do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I love that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to learn every day. Yeah. So I'm always going to ask questions. Um, but I got lucky because I just said, Hey, I'm tattooing. And a million fans stuck up their hand and were like, I don't care if it's fucking garbage. (laughs) I will take it. You know what I mean? And then I would do it with, uh, dudes i was apprenticing to yeah standing right next to me and they'd be like no don't hold the needle like this don't do that don't like you know and this is how deep it needs to go this is what and don't break the skin rather do it light and go darker then go darker and try to figure out light you can (laughs) bleed them out and this and so i kind of got really lucky because the people i've talked to that tattoo they spent years doing apprenticing and then they were getting one person who would allow them to tattoo them a month for like another two or three years Wow! because they were like, nobody wanted a tattoo from somebody who doesn't tattoo yet. Yeah. Yeah. I just had, and especially during the pandemic. Yeah. People had fucking, and I wasn't even really charging people, but people were giving them (laughs) stimulus checks and they were getting unemployment and they were like, what do you need? A hundred dollars? Here you go. And I was like, "Woo!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get the draw on you for a hundred dollars. Like, this is great. It's amazing. How many tattoos have you done? Now i have probably done like three or four hundred. Wow, dude. dude. Yeah, and that's only yeah. been in a couple years. Like, wow. During the pandemic, I fucking because I the only reason I know this is because I got one of those big buckets for your uh cartridges and your needles. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And I filled up a couple of those buckets and i'm like uh, i usually use like one maybe two if it's a massive tattoo yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean to do a different type of shading or something and i filled up two of those things and i was like there's gotta be hundreds of fucking, fucking needles in here and cartridges damn i've done a lot more than i thought like wow man so would you open up a shop somewhere i would love to i'd love to partner up with uh my friend that i work for now night school in venice beach okay he uh this kid Joey Hill he's amazing but it's a different style than like what you have and what yeah. i have he's more I, I don't even it's if you look at his instagram and everything it's all day long models i think i've seen him tattoo he ta- does like 7 to 10 tattoos a day okay which wow. is insane and yeah he literally it's like a line of women all day long
0: is it like writing in small things? Cause and, he's
2: single needle yes. and it's so fucking perfect and yeah. on point and like that's fine a line that. And like, yeah, he gets like girls that want like the word love, but yeah. it's so small and the perfect it's cursive. Really, yeah. And like, or this is a <laughs> butterfly that's this big somehow that you can't even see it, but it's, it's absolutely perfect. And like, it's, it's black it's, and gray. Yeah. And he can do any color. He can do anything, but he just, and so it's. It's crazy how many fucking people he tattoos every wow. day. And it's very rare that I see a guy come to him. It's just women. And it's every type of woman from like huge celebrities I see walk in there. Yeah. All the way down to people who've came all the way from Europe and they found him and they're like, Yeah, I booked an appointment three months ago. Jesus man. Uh, and I came out yeah. here from fucking Germany or something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, for Joey to get the word this big like yeah. it, wow and they're like have you seen this it's, it's yeah. one of my first tattoos I want it to be perfect wow
0: it is the thing like I seen like a lot of like, the small like black and gray or like I know Miley Cyrus she has all kinds of little things all revived he's, he's
2: done a lot of hers okay and there you go those were, those were I, I, house calls during uh, uh she would have
0: tattoo parties I heard too yeah supposedly. yeah and okay. he would
2: he would that would a lot of times was him like he would Sick. give okay. me a call and be like look where I am and it'd just be like him. <laughs> like, yeah, that so. That's probably what really
0: inspired Miley's stuff too. It's a little teeny writing. Yeah, it's little teeny tattoos. That's common and, stuff for like style for girls. I mean, it's a, it's a common style right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If oh, you right see now. a lot of like models
2: and everything, where not just for girls, but yeah, but a lot of models that you see that they don't have tons of tattoos, but they only have like five or six but they're like real a... small and they're real perfect yeah. and dainty uh-huh. and like so yeah. thin and light that You see like writing like on the side so- on the side right here Like there. oh like yeah yeah, yeah like this Script. just small stuff yeah yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's, su- it's super popular now Yeah yeah really But Woo found his whole world too yeah, with the small. Well, I remember
2: like Well Woo's like one of the original fucking single needle yeah, make it man. look But well, he's what I mean I don't that's not my style. I don't yeah. want a tattoo like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I <laughs> Died a tattoo like him. He's yeah. the fucking best. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, he can do that writing or he yeah. can do, uh, like your dog, you know what yeah, I mean? Portrait. That looks exactly like your dog or whatever, you know? And so that's the difference is that a lot of people, I don't think I've ever seen Joey do a portrait, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's more Everybody writing. has his own niche? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I remember, has that. I can do everything.
0: Yeah. I was randomly there at one time at um, Shamrock when he tattooed Drake's dad on his forearm. I was there that day. For some reason, I saw my friend Cody works there. I remember Drake had that first yeah. kind of tattoo from him. Wow. Yeah, a small little yeah detailed photo. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I it's, mean... I think it's
1: kind of... Kind it kind of, of like the, like a, just a black and gray?
2: Yeah, on his yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but his... I mean, and Wu has 2 million followers for, yeah. for mm. tattooing and like things like that, like... But he's definitely you know the average person can't get an appointment you can't you know what i mean i'm his friend and if i called him up and said hey can i get a tattoo he'd be like yes i'll schedule him for next january but like <laughs> 2023 and you're damn. like damn dude like yeah you have, you're literally so out booked yeah it's crazy
0: do you do you love it just as much in skating because in skating you're creating as well and this is way yeah. create creating
2: i honestly do i yeah. I, I actually when i really started getting into it I thought that wait a minute this is just like skating for me mm-hmm. it's scary you know what I mean it's yeah it's something that I'm not I'm not scared anymore but yes there was times where the first you know before I did the tattoo I'd say, hold on one second. And I'd go outside and walk around a block smoking cigarettes going, wow. okay, you could do this. You could do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was nerve wracking. Like this is on <laughs> yeah. them forever, yeah, like Forever. You know what I mean? And you don't know this person. So yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was nerve wracking, you know? And then it kind of got a little easier and easier. And then you just start to trust your machine. You start to trust your ability of what you can and can't do. Yeah. I personally know if you came at me and said, hey, can you do a Mike Tyson photo? I'd be like, no, go to somebody <laughs> yeah, else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't do portraits. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: What do you like to do? What's your style? Like what kind of stuff? That's do you like?
2: the one thing that is kind of the niche that I, why I haven't like gotten to where I want to be in it yet or whatever is that I don't, I haven't found my style yet. Okay. At this moment, I like to do people's customs tattoos. Okay. Because I want them to tell me what they want. Then let Mm -hmm. me draw it up for you and then let me do it. Because, you know, there's a lot of people like Wu and everybody else that they have their circles or things that you know that's what they're known for. So then they can add that into whatever they wanted to. For me, because I'm still I'm constantly wanting to like evolve and learn and whatever, I just would rather people say, Hey, I have this idea. I want a snake wrapped around a fucking switchblade or something like that i'm like okay cool let me draw that up you know what i mean yeah Yeah. and that i i don't know it's it's definitely that was my goal of 2022 was Mm -hmm. to try to find more of what do i enjoy drawing the most you know what i mean like things that i want to draw they make me happy and then they're more your little characters like how you see mark gonzalez has that character how you see ed templeton has his Mm -hmm. little characters and whatever it's like Everybody has their... That's their style. Yeah. And I'm sure if Ed Templeton decided he wanted to do tattoos, he'd have lines out the door yeah. of people oh, just gosh. going, I just want that fucking gremlin. Yeah, for you know, his artwork. Like, oh or neck God. face. It's the same thing. Oh, they yeah. have their own yeah. style, you know?
0: Uh-huh. I never, I remember Lars from Rancid was doing tats back in the day. He, I got a rancid... He was just doing Rancid Punks. I got one from back in the day. And then he started doing it. Then he started like going to England and getting flown out to places to tattoo just rancid tattoos. Yeah. People. It was so cool. Of course. Such Why a not? a cool thing.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's... and. I have a friend who is from Australia that moved, I don't know, three years ago to America, then moved to New York, started tattooing, but had her own style. And within eight months, had her own tattoo shop. Jeez. And now she's doing fucking like 15, 20 tattoos a week. Wow. man! And they're all her little like characters. Mm. And I've never seen her do any custom pieces. It's just her characters. And it's kind of like, I get it. You know, I I wish that I had that little, uh, or not wish, I I need to come up with what I'm really into and make that my little like niche because she's selling so many of her like three-eyed dragons and or whatever they are. They're just, you know, pumpkins with fucking 10 eyes. And (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy how many tattoos she's doing literally like she's on Instagram every day with like scrolling, you scroll over and it's just multiple tattoos. Wow. I'm like, are you doing these every day? Holy shit. Yeah. Like, and you, you now own your own shop.
0: You'd like to be that busy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to have it where, cause I don't want to take away from skating and yeah. everything else, but I would like, instead of doing maybe four a week or whatever I do and they're kind of two here and two here. Yeah. It'd be nice if I can do like four days a week and have like four each one of those days where I drive down to Venice, work for fucking seven, eight hours, then come back the next day, then wait two days. I can go out yeah. and like have fun with my friends, go skating, do whatever, and then come back and do another day or two and then go out. Yeah. And, you know, it would be nice to have constant cause I enjoy doing it. That's the yeah. thing. I, I really love doing it. And, when I sit there with Joey and he has one person after another, after another coming yeah. in, I'm not looking at it as like ching cha-ching, cha-ching. Nah, cha-ching. Nah, I'm nah. looking at it like, damn it. I want to fucking draw on somebody's but you get better as, as you do that. Yeah, like, yeah. every time I do it, I'd I, like, I get happy at the <laughs> yeah. beginning. I mean, at the beginning, I'm like psyched and you surprise yourself it, too. Yeah. in yeah. the middle of it, like, you know, when I'm getting a tattoo, I'm like, this is taking forever and this. I can tattoo for oh, hours. No yeah and i'm just in a zone you know and i just love doing it and then when you're done and you're actually wiping it away and you're looking at it you go wow i did that yep like that's (laughs) that's crazy that i can't can't believe that that i did that and it's fucking beautiful and i'm really happy about that and to see someone's face light up i guess it's it's the feeling of what a chef would have if somebody sees like love their dish yeah yeah
0: yeah fuck all right back to skateboarding for one second was I know Baker Three was a big a big uh, a big part for you, but before that was was there a moment where you were on the map like like don't fuck with this kid this kid's like not legitimized you or made you like you you everybody knew who you were like is there a moment on a, a clip or is there something that put you on that map like kind of how like there be there be a moment with tattooing where you find your niche and what your style is and that we're gonna go to Braden for this. Like, were you known for something in skateboarding that put you in that world or not?
2: I think, I mean, personally, I really don't know. I mean, I, cause I've, in my skating, I've tried to treat it as any artist would. Yeah. I don't want to just be known as one thing. You know, I wanted, my first video part was This is Skateboarding, and it was pretty much all handrails. Okay. And I went as big as I possibly could. Then the next part was I, I don't know. There's been a lot of them yeah. in my life. And then the next part, there was like, and I remember in Baker 3, I remember having like doing more manuals. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then at the same time, was one of the first Hesh dudes mm-hmm. to kind of because everybody expected you to have fucking the biggest, baggiest pants yep. on, a triple XL shirt. And that's what you did was you were like a Brandon Beeble and all these people yeah. that were like, you were fresh. And that's how you skated like that. And I think when I had long hair, ripped up T-shirts, fucking style, tight, tight pants, and I'm doing fucking manuals that yeah. most manual skaters were like... Uh, and you were skating the Aussie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. Right, and, and yeah. Day Wong hit me up and said, I can't believe that was fucking amazing. You know, when that happened, I think that's when I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. But between a couple of the manuals, I think the ones at UCLA that I did in Baker 3... And then the end of the part when I did the Caballero flip and then the shifty flip, that's kind of what I think everybody knew me as was okay. he did two of the heaviest manuals back then. Yeah. And then you did two of the fucking heaviest stair tricks back then. Yeah. Yeah. Now every kid can do everything, but yeah. you know, for that yeah. era, it was like, I'm, I don't know. I wasn't no, even, I I remember that, yeah. Like, uh, I watched Baker Three religiously. They like
1: <laughs> it was like the biggest thing in the world to me. When I saw, I think I was like, I was probably like seventeen or eighteen when it when it came out. But like the one thing I've always loved about Baker, and I, I guess to kind of help answer your question, is that like Baker has this like raw style to it. Like everybody's like raw, but everybody has their own different style yeah. Yeah. of raw. Well, that's you know true. what I mean. Like every everybody stands out. Like the like, no no one's the same. Everyone's like got their individual like style but you know it's a raw style and it fits the baker world and yeah. like you know that i mean
2: that, that baker 3 hit massive well, i mean you know i still I mean? think it's that from what i recall it was the number one highest looked up skate video oh and, wow. and highest sold you, like, video was, in skate history fucking yeah awesome.
1: it was it was it was crazy
2: i remember it hit so big yeah it's still i mean i haven't what was that Fucking 2006. Or yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. 2006. <laughs> and yeah. I still every day on Instagram, like kids tag me in wow, my part really? every day. I'm like, wow, they still watch this part in this That's video. Amazing. Like, it's amazing. It's a good, the video like still to this it's day. I think that video. I mean, I holds still, its, it holds its weight. I can still so well. watch Antoine and fucking oh my Herman's God. part yeah. all day long and be like, you guys still. If I drop those video parts right now. Yes, would be yeah. the best two video parts out there again mm-hmm. right now. I, and I I loved
1: Ellington's part, too. Yeah, me, too. Oh, my God. You know, but, he, he closes with that Carlsbad. I think he does. Yeah. Switch 360? Nah, There's Big a, Spin. Big Spin. Big yeah. Spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, your whole style and crew, was, it had, like, a dogtown vibe. Like, I remember first meeting you guys at Brooklyn Projects, so and my son was his favorite movie is Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> and you guys just roll up your whole crew, and just like scraggly and fucking like you said like ripped Me up shit Homboto, max was like holy yeah. shit like pirates can skate like max was tripping because <laughs> no. max was so he young was so young back he then but see you guys just shred like just he had such like a dog town vibe man it was such a cool vibe the whole crew i mean i forgot that one guy's name you roll with too he's a, he's a well-known skater as well fuck I forgot his name is, uh, is uh, own baker i don't know who the guy was he had a total pirate vibe too. the
2: headbands and his name. I mean, there was uh, always me and Eric Komodo. We're always together. Yeah. Um,
0: I feel like a bird kind of knows. I know. Figgy. I don't no. know, man. Oh, just your whole the whole energy, the vibe was just so cool because it wasn't pretty. It wasn't like <laughs> perfect. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like well, a that to- was Tony skateboarding back ride. then, which yeah, was yeah, 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 It was like he
2: said, skateboarding in my era, and it'll never not be my era. I love skateboarding forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Back in when I was a kid and the nineties and I wasn't skating in the eighties, but I imagine it was just the same and early two thousands and whatever. It was raw. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel there like wasn't, when... there wasn't managers, mm-hmm. there wasn't agents, there wasn't fucking people and so many corporations, you True. know. Skateboarding was like it was like having an older brother. Yeah. That all you wanted to do was be part of their fucked up clique, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you didn't care what happened to be part of it, you just did whatever, and everybody wasn't worried about what the rest of the world thought of you. Yeah, most people that were in skateboarding, almost everybody I know, friends and family were divorced and all yeah. came from some fucked up world. It was punk that, rock, yeah, yeah. They, they were yeah. all like, it Misfits. was, it was yeah. punk rock, you yeah. Know what I mean, it was the definition of what punk was, you know what I mean? Agreed, we were the fucking. Athlete punks, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. that.
1: That's probably why Baker hit, the Baker Three hit so big is because there's, the, you know, there's so many kids out there that connected with that, like, yeah, like, yeah. I I don't come from you know from the greatest childhood, but you know what, like, I can skate, I can look like this, and you know, still have a bunch of fun. Yeah, with and my, you had friends, friends. And and yeah, you had yeah, people yeah. that were
2: that had your back, just like cool. a gang, just like yeah. a, anything. You all had something, but 100%. then at the same time, you pushed each other every day to. What the fuck You know yeah. Whether I had a broken leg or not I was still out skating with my friends Damn. And I was moral support yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean You were the one that going You got this yep. You fucking got this Don't listen to your head man You could do this right here This is it This is gonna be the one We're all gonna fucking celebrate Like a motherfucker You know Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> The family Yeah It was Everybody had Super each family. other's back You know It was
0: pre-internet it, too or as It Pre-social media Oh weird. yeah Oh my god Fuck and and that, that, changed, that changed a lot too though yeah.
1: yeah You know about the piss drunks. Well, those those were the
2: best days. Bro. Piss drunk. Yeah,
0: that was your crew. The complete opposite of an X on our. Hands. Yeah, <laughs> <that's laughs>
2: complete opposite. <laughs> you guys are a wild bunch. Yeah, oh, good. we're a little misfits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are.
0: Yeah. So what year is that? That's or is that nineties or is that 2000s? That was
2: nineties and two thousands, and now Dustin Dolan turned it into a clothing company. Uh, wow. PD Clothing, and that's oh oh doing really good. Yeah. Wow. I'll definitely cop with some merch. Yeah. I don't
1: drink anymore, but I still hey, want to no support. No worries, no worries. I want to support. <laughs> I, I, <I'm, laughs> I mean,
2: that- I'm, I'm on the same level. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, uh, from what we were to, hey, babe, like, I'll have a couple glasses of wine, like, once every couple weeks or something yeah. like that. We did something really supportive. Like, tonight, I have this ritual after I'm done with the tattoo. I probably shouldn't say this is super not pissed drunk of me. But yeah. No. <laughs> I, go, I go and have a fucking a Heineken Zero. And I'm like, ah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I feel good about myself. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I, I don't wake up the next day and feel like, uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> no offense to anybody listens to this. Hangovers don't feel as good at my age. I I get older. Used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like they suck now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Who,
0: who were you skaters you, you looked up to back then? Oh, growing man. up.
2: I mean it would always be Kenny Anderson and Tom Penny. That okay. was that was always number that's 1. Sick. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Then there was always I mean it's weird because everybody's my friend now. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. now I call them, "Hey, what are you guys doing? You want oh, to go grab fucking a crazy. coffee?" It's so You're crazy, saying, you know? Like yeah. but there was always Chad. He was from Vegas. It was always the Muska. There was always Jamie Thomas until I met him. And then now we're now we're close friends. <laughs> yeah. But when I first met him, wasn't uh, like I, I was like you were my fucking idol, dude. Dude, that happened to I, me so many times, I, bro. I, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst when you meet somebody, man.
0: Oh, it happened to me so many times. I'm like, I wish I would met certain people. And then the summer I met, I'm like, holy shit. You're actually opposite of what
2: I thought you are going to be. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yes. I mean? That's amazing. Marilyn Manson. Okay. <laughs> he was the opposite of what I thought he was going to be. Mm. I was expecting him to be like super smart guy, dickhead, fucking whatever. Sweetest guy I've ever met. And like, Wow. Real mod tone voice. Hey, pleasure to meet you. Wow. Like, Oh, you know, hugging everybody, yeah. telling fucking people how cool and whatever they are. I'm how like, many years is... ago was that? I don't know. This is early 2000s. Okay, like, yeah. He was still in his like prime, but I was like, wow, I really thought that guy was going to be a dick. Mm-hmm. Super cool. <laughs> Do you Did you guys feel
1: like... Uh, did you guys feel like when Baker 3 hit, did you guys... Feel like how big it got, or you mm, kind of were just conclusion. like no, we immune were to it. Because like, because like, it, well, like I when, when I think about reason. it, it I think that set a new tone for skateboarding. It, it really did.
2: You might have me that uh, water,
1: oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Liquid think, death, yeah, liquid death. Thank you. Liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> it set the tone back then,
2: right? Well, yeah. I think I, that I, what I, happened was when I worked on America videos with John Minor, mm-hmm. and you know they were very serious. Minor had a schedule. We went to the countries. You know, you went to sleep at, you. he would wake everybody up at eight in the morning. We'd be eating. We'd be on the road. We'd be skating 12, 13, 14 hour days. Damn. You know what I mean? And you go home. You weren't, you were too tired to go to a bar. You were too tired to do anything. Even if you were in that country, you're like, you know how many countries we went to where we didn't really have, yeah, we were just fucking filming for the video. Yeah. And we spent years filming for the video and we got it done. And then Baker Three, which I've never been part of another video like that where there was no pressure of anything. It was yeah. Hey man, we're just gonna like go out skating. You on? You guys want to stop and get a twelve pack? Cool. Let's get a twelve pack and then like <laughs> everybody's drink like. Pu- PD. Oh, sparks. Yeah, yeah. That was like hit, uh, the big thing oh, was yeah, drinking sparks, the, the sparks. And like, you know, and then tours consisted of hey, who wants to go where? Okay, the vote all says we should go to Australia. Who wants to go to Australia? Oh, let's all go to Australia. Okay, cool. Do we have anything planned? No, Dustin lives there. We'll just meet up with Dustin. Every, do you know what I mean? Like, just fly there and like, okay, well, we're here for a month. So. Let's wow. just go skate. And like everybody just went skating. You woke up and did your own schedule. If you didn't feel like going out, you didn't have to fucking get in the car and feel like it was like pressured to be there. Yeah. It was kind of like, hey man, oh, what's his face? X, Y, Z fucking met a girl last night. We haven't seen him for three days. You know what I mean? <laughs> like nobody's mad at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he'll come back and be like, let me tell you a story. Get in the van. We're ready. And he'll land five fucking tricks that next day. Cause he was juiced. Like wow. what type of fun he had for the last three days. You know what I mean? Yeah. And nobody was mad. And so there wasn't any pressure with anything. And I don't think any of us thought it was going to be as big as it was. Wow. We didn't think anything of it. It was just more or less like, cool. We get to go to a premiere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything's rad. And Then there ended up being, we showed up in a limo and we had to get circled around the back because there was millions of people. It felt like on, on Hollywood Boulevard. And then the next thing you know, there's a riot, you know what I mean? And it turned into, and it was that riot that like people were calling me from fucking Europe the next day and whatever going, we're watching the news. Wow. And there's fucking talking about. Baker's skateboard started a riot where they had to get riot police on fucking Hollywood Boulevard. The footage is insane. Like 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 five thousand kids, fucking running on a Friday night or Saturday night. You know, there's cars everywhere. People are just running over cars. Wow. No fights. Nothing. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe there was a couple bottles thrown at like the police or something like that. But there was no fights between uh-huh. kids. There was no anything pushing, of course, and yeah, like people course. trying to get in and doing whatever. But it turned into a full blown riot where they had to like start doing the can- canisters and yeah. whatever, oh, and shit. and it was like made world news. Fuck. That's and crazy. We were not expecting that. We actually had to get rushed out the back door into a fucking thing, and then taken off to a house party or to the after party <laughs> know, or wherever it was, because they were like, "You guys have to go," because <laughs> you're starting too much shit on this fucking block. Like, wow. But none of us expected that. We were just like, "Oh, the premiere's finally here. Cool." Like everybody was drinking for like two days because we finally finished the editing. <laughs> yeah. We were drinking for like two days before. Everybody's friends and family were in from different countries and different places, yeah. you know, because we had teammates from all this over the world. Chills. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, we were just like, it was a giant party. And then we pulled up and we we're like, I never had my stomach drop so hard because I've never seen so many people chanting your name. You know what I mean? Wow, like, man. And it was just waves and waves and waves. And it was pre-social media and yeah. pre-things where it was it was Real an, life it was love. it was an error you know what love. i mean yeah. it was you doing your shit and word of mouth spread that big you know and yeah. that's that's special you know there's yeah. not like i put out an instagram and fucking 10,000 people seen it and we forgot about it the next day or whatever <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean like yeah. you wow.
1: you got to watch the video if you haven't seen it yet, baker 3 no time. i did see it before oh, back then oh, but okay, yeah okay. but,
0: but I, I, I like to watch but it but i yeah. think yeah i think the feel of it, it was was
2: yeah. we actually showed for the first time, maybe I don't, I think maybe ever, real life skateboarding, and that's why I think it did so well was mm. because old videos before that showed skateboarding. Yes, there was videos with the gons and Guy Mariano and all them driving a car off a cliff and you know old yeah. H Street videos and animal things chin, like, animal chin, yeah, like and these and videos <laughs> like that where there was like some like Jason Lee being an actor and yeah. people doing things like that. Yeah, this was like. We showed you what we see every day in the Mm -hmm. streets. You know what I mean? We see that crackhead fucking getting in a fight and breaking bottles over each other. We see that person trying to stab somebody. When I'm skating this spot, there is somebody shitting over there on the corner. There's somebody fucking chasing us down the street with a fucking knife. Like, yeah. so we actually put the hijinks that we see every day as little clips in the video. And I think that was like the first reality check of every skateboarder knew that that Actually happens, but you couldn't explain that to people because nobody understood that if the spot you want to skate is in the roughest neighborhood in Brazil, you will fucking go to that spot, Mm -hmm. whether there's dudes with machine guns standing there and you know that fucking half the people get killed that fucking step foot on that property. Yeah, you'll push your chances. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like that's just what skateboarders do. Is that they will either figure it out or they'll find a way to fix it, make it better, be there and try to like do whatever they can to get the clip. Yeah. And in the meantime, you see a lot of crazy shit, you know what I mean? And you put yourself in a lot of fucked up situations. And I think Baker three was the first time that people actually got to watch it and go, wait a minute. Nobody got to, I can't, I've been trying to explain this to my mom. Yeah. Whatever, yes. and I couldn't explain yes. that to her, and here it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's so amazing. Yeah, because you like, like you said, like some of the other videos. Yeah, people, like not every skateboarder is like driving, you know, a car off of something or yeah. anything like that, or, or like you know, eater, or being yeah. goofy. But that that's like the like every skater deals with something of that nature. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: We got the we got the show the original Karens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit! You did
1: one hundred percent.
0: Did wow. you feel pressure after that to film? skate part, skate clips after that Baker
2: Um, or ever feel pressure to do like a
0: perfect video? Uh,
2: no, I mean, I've always had fun with my parts. Yeah. Um, I think right after that, yeah, we went straight into stay gold, which would have been once again, right with John minor. And we were, it went right back from like, wow, a fun do whatever to like, this is a video. It's serious. Like Mm. we're, you know, work, work, work. And, And don't get me wrong. I love that because he taught me to be a different type of skater than I was. You know what I mean? And that's like that mentality of, I didn't fly you here so you can fucking fuck off. Yeah. We flew you here. We paid for you to do Mm -hmm. all this. We paid for your hotel and everything so that your ass can get the clips and do what you have to do to sell your shoe and sell your product. You know what I mean? And it's, it, Taught me a whole different like street, not street, uh, business sense was working with minor and, and the America squad and all those other people. And I really appreciate both sides of it, you know? And then I think right after that, we did like Baker has a death, which was once again, another fucking Mm -hmm. have fun video that you can do whatever, but we didn't take it nearly as serious as when you're working on an America video. Like you can see the difference if you watch Andrew Reynolds, Baker three part. And then you watch Andrew Reynolds' Stay Goal part. Okay. He knew that that was going to be his, like, this part is going to define me. Wow. You know, and he worked for five years as hard as he possibly could for that video part. And I still, wow. me and Andrew don't talk anymore. We're not, like, friends, not close on any means. We don't have any aggression towards each other. We just don't talk. Yeah. And... I don't care who or what, I will always say that that will be one of the best skate video parts that was ever made in Damn. history. Wow. And I also got lucky enough to watch it. Be yeah. Made, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be there while well, he flew himself all the way to fucking sat down and said, Hey, I need to go to Paris. I have this trick in my mind at the fucking Louvre. Wow. Like, we're going to base a whole trip off of this trick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so,
0: yeah, for you, you're like you're hanging on the streets. You, you 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 didn't graduate. You're just in the street skating. That's what you love. It then you get out here and then become professional. Then you have to do a business and money and balancing all that and being smart about it too. So you're learning all that all at the same time because you're making money and all that shit.
2: Yeah, I definitely got uh, thrown head first into it. You don't
0: you never really have a business sense of that kind of stuff. I, I would have
2: yeah. I, and I learned. And luckily I have friends like you guys and I have friends and all, we have a lot of the mutual friends yeah. that run everything in every industry out here. Totally. So I've gotten lucky enough to, to watch and, yeah. and learn, learn. And which to me, you can go to college for four years in business, but at the end of it, most of those people who graduate work for somebody else, 100%, you know man. what I mean? And Then there's the people who, it doesn't matter what it is, they got thrown into it and you're literally living it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's true. I mean, I do wish because of where I'm at, it would be rad to have those four years of education of college for business. None of this would have been possible if, or my world wouldn't even been in this world if I did do that. Yeah. But it would be rad to like have somebody. So that's why, you know, I hire people also besides myself that's always nice to have people you really trust yeah to help you with your companies and run them and do things like that so
0: yeah it's interesting to say because i usually one of my questions is "Do you have any regrets and sometimes i think to myself maybe i if i went to college maybe i would have learned some more things i could be using in my life right now you know what i mean yeah not that i but if i didn't if i did go to college i would never move to new york by myself when i was 18 got dropped out of cbgb's Start working in the music industry, then behind the scenes and starting a band. So,
2: you know what I mean? But like, well, it's, you chose your life, you know yeah. what I mean? And you regrets. Come on now. Life's too short for regrets. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I can see that in you.
0: that you, that's like, where you are.
2: If I could, I would do the whole thing over again. Damn. <laughs> and I would do it the exact same way. I love it that. It doesn't matter like how many things I've failed and lost and how many, you know, ups and downs I've had. It was fun. Yeah, it was damn fun. And like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care if I died dead poor, like I enjoy every moment. I, I do really live by the it's better to have a rich, full life of things that you enjoy and love to do and enjoy over a long or a rich, short life of things you love and and yeah. whatever over a long life of working for somebody and doing whatever and things that you hate. You know what I mean? I fucking
0: love that, man. I agree totally. I, I
2: think that my life has been blessed in so many ways. I mean, I've worked my ass off for it, but Yeah. The ups and downs are part of life. That's yeah. what builds character. It's fun. Yeah, you never want to quit skateboarding ever? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck never. no. Okay. Skateboarding's going to be me for my whole life. Yeah. You, you know you what I mean? Even, like yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna skate and skate and skate and I don't care if I'm like 70 years old. I'm still going to be like, watch this. I can, I, I can, I can do a fakie flip. I know I can. <laughs> Are there tricks you
0: can't do from back then now? Or you can do everything you pretty much learned your whole life? No.
2: I mean, it just depends how if if I start skating every day for a couple months, I can generally get back my all my flat ground, all my okay. everything. But I have tricks that come in and out. For some reason I can't do a switch heel flip to save my fucking life anymore. <laughs> but I've been able to do them my whole life. That's but they've crazy. been like that. They are like yeah. sometimes I would do them then I couldn't do them for 2 years and then mm. all of a sudden they come back and like right now the last like 6 months every time I try I go, "What the fuck?" I swear. <laughs> you put your foot right here, you put your other foot right here. You push, why won't it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so we're going to do Hollywood 16 right
2: now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: so do you I mean I skate with you mini ramps. You shred ramps like you skated vert too, obviously. Before no. no, there was no vert ramps in Vegas. Damn. Oh, and then because you skate when I skate mini ramps with you, you skate like you could skate like a fucking thirteen foot half. No, 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 no. I, I everything <laughs> everything changes after
2: everything changes after six feet. Okay, and it was all due to there was a ramp once when I was a kid. Gotcha. My it was some neighbor had a, a eleven foot ramp or ten foot, and I stood up there for like. 15 minutes trying to talk myself into dropping in and I had my uh right foot on my tail. Yep. And I didn't realize that my left shoelace was untied and I was standing on it on my right foot. Oh fuck. And finally after like 10 minutes I go, "Okay, I'm ready." And I went like this, like <laughs> to drop in and my foot didn't move. So I just fell all the way to the flat Dude. and like knocked wind out of me, like Brutal. bruised my ribs, everything. And I yeah. never really cared about Big Tranny. <laughs> I was like, nah, this After is that? cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> vert and all that kind of freaked me out a little bit. I mean, I'll skate it. I'll do some 50-50s. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm very cautious. Okay.
0: Yeah. Are, are there tricks you are still trying to learn now? Are you trying to still push yourself and learn more things? Yeah, always. And always. Then, yeah. I
2: have and... a few tricks in my head that I've had in my head my whole life that I'm like, you can't really be done until that's mm, that. Like a bucket list. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I have a couple of tricks and my life goal in skateboarding is to have cover of Thrasher one day. Wow. And I've never had it. And so I'll you've keep... been in there though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a ton okay. of times, but, and I just had an interview in the last Thrasher. that just came out. Oh, that's awesome, man. And I just had a video part that dropped last that month. Yeah. And cool. Thrasher, but I will continue to fight <laughs> and I'll continue. I don't care. That's maybe, maybe goal. I, I mean, hopefully they will be like, this forty-year-old man, fucking—he <laughs> <laughs> he nailed it. You know what I mean? But it's, <laughs> its pretty hard with these fucking kids nowadays. Oh shit! Dude, you know,
0: it's crazy. It's almost like for us awesome in music, like, oh you, you've been a comedian, like, just some young, yeah. up-and-coming, amazing comedians, There's some amazing new punk bands, There's amazing new skaters. All that inspires me. I'm not like an old head where I'm like fuck that new rap. It's mumble or oh, that. That's not punk to me. I, I love all the new shit.
2: It's yeah, inspiring, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Are, are
0: there young skaters did you, you fuck with or you, yeah. you, do you learn things from? or?
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, I probably don't as much walk up and ask them how they did it. You yeah. Know what I mean? But I sit there with my jaw drop mm. and just go, what the flying shit, dude? Yeah. Like, it's crazy, man. This is, you haven't fallen in like 20 minutes that I've been watching. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> right. And every trick is like, my ender of every video part yeah. I've ever had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's crazy how young they're starting, how fucking yeah. shred It's like, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, man. they
1: probably. I mean, like, like I said, they probably go back and watch a lot of these old videos,
2: and you <laughs> Studying get that them feeling. And shit, and yeah. well, they they them, have. Well, not know. only that, every city has fifteen skate parks. Yeah, yeah. you know what so I mean. And they're down. the best skate parks ever. Mm-hmm. We learned a kickflip. There was a four stair next. Then there was yeah. an eight stair. Then there was a ten. Then there was a twelve. Mm-hmm cool like there wasn't like i mean yeah there wasn't no skate park i remember after i kicked up the four i tried to kick up this eight on the other side of town this is mid 90s like 97 96 or something must have been like 96 or 5 or something Mm -hmm. and i broke my ankle and my friends were with us we didn't have any money we didn't have cell phones back then we didn't have shit we were like 20 miles from the house and I had to get with a broken ankle, sit on my butt on my board. And I pushed for probably like four and a half miles. Wow. Like just down the street with one friend as two other friends skated all the way home and finally grabbed somebody's parents and they came back. But by that point I already made like four miles of just me like this (laughs) with a fucking snapped ankle. And like, (sighs) and I think that that's things like that are exactly why I don't fear injuries yeah and I don't you know I've see people freak out. I'm like the type of guy that like if a bone pops out, I get mad.
0: Mm. I don't get
2: like, oh my God, I'm more like motherfucker You're like, <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> do you' like yeah back know, in there do you know the <laughs> God damn it, I start thinking about the cost of things, yeah <laughs> I start thinking about like now I can't skate for the yeah. next fucking what about tattooing like yeah. you know, I don't get like there's nothing if anything <laughs> i I actually start laughing because it's more like, this is fucking hilarious. Fuck. Did you guys see this? My <laughs> arm is not even attached to my body anymore. <laughs> like. <laughs> How many bones
0: have you broken? Everything.
2: Damn. Head injuries too? Yeah, yeah,
0: Concussions probably?
2: Yeah, yeah. I've had so many staples put in my head. Fuck. Lames, literally arms. Lumps. I think my left wrist seven times. Uh, my right wrist six times. Every finger, every toe. My left ankle, I think it was last I counted. I mean, if I already have like. What are they called? Uh, cankles. <laughs> <laughs> because <clears throat> my left ankle is like seven breaks, Holy six shit. breaks. The right ankle is so many breaks. It's crazy. Uh, foot a bunch of times. Arms, Jesus, shoulders, man. four ACL surgeries where I tore those. My spine, my five and six uh, vertebrae, cracked those. Fuck, man. Like five or six ribs. Uh, (laughs) it's crazy well i've gotten lucky because nothing's been besides my knee nothing was surgery wise okay i've never had to get plates put in me okay you know what i mean like where i've had other friends who fall one time and they're like i'll never walk again there's 19 (laughs) fucking (laughs) like things going through my leg and i'm like how did that happen yeah (laughs) every time it's been a clean break and they just snap it back and Uh then they're like you're fucked for the next whatever but the only two that really was the worst one yeah i mean the most painful one was the spine okay because you can't sleep you can't laugh you can't fucking cough you know what i mean like when you swallow if somebody makes you laugh or just you know if you just fart you're like (laughs) like try to go to the bathroom with fucking broken spine things it's not fun like that brutal yeah that that one was the worst and that and that was like months and the fucked up part is when it's your four and five, it's connected to the muscles that go down your arms. So yeah. my right arm was constantly in pain. Like fuck. it felt like, like if you had an older brother that beat you to fucking death, dead arms, <laughs> yeah. but like after you already had a dead arm, they kept hitting you for <laughs> yeah. months. You know what I mean? Like that's what it felt like. So fuck, that was the most painful. Yeah. That was the only one where, Sometimes I would just get frustrated in bed and just start crying because I'd be like, I'm just in that much pain. I just, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, this sucks. But then the other annoying ones would be ACLs. and that's Because you can't, you're, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. You know, like, you can't walk. Mm Mm-hmm. You're fucking literally sitting in a bed for four months. Damn. Then man. you have to do re- rehabilitation for yeah, like, that, yeah. And the next thing you know, a year has gone by. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, that was just so long of my life. Like, yeah. I guess sk- those. Oh go Ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say you think about skating the whole time for
0: sure. No. Oh
1: yeah. It was like uh, uh, the go, going back to the ACLs. I guess like the technology has like gotten so much better. Oh, I've heard. With ACLs, like people are recovering
2: like. So quick with it. Well, I've gotten lucky because I have a lot of friends and they have a scar across their knee this big. Yeah. Yeah. And I did my first two were microscopic. So they, I don't even have a scar because they did three different like dots. Really? So I never, they didn't have to cut it, which was a blessing. And then the third time it was the same thing, but they took, and every time they took a cadaver, Yeah. which was always weird because I like had dead people. Parts in my body. (laughs) (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then, then the last time it happened was over ten years ago, and the technology got that much better that they learned that there's this muscle in the lower part of your leg that it connects to your ACL, and it's one of the strongest muscles in your body, but you don't use it. Wow. And so, unlike a cadaver, that your body could like reject it, and that's why you keep tearing it because you know maybe. You're, you didn't fucking yeah. connect together perfectly. Yeah, yeah. This is your body. Your body will instantly f- uh fuse to it. And like it grew. They put it in the last time, and I've been fine for over 10 years. Like Wow. It's just been a very strong knee. Amazing, yeah. So, Damn. yeah, like you said. And I know that, yeah, eventually, when I'm like 55 or 60, I'm going to have to get fucking a mechanical knee put in. But even then, I've talked to doctors, and they were like, your parents and grandparents, that was painful. Already, the technology we have yeah, for sure. a new knee is like you're like a fucking, yeah. you're like Iron yeah. Man or something yeah. like that. And they go, so by the time you're sixty, they're like, come on, you're gonna go to sleep <laughs> and you're gonna wake up and be like, Dun, da, da, <laughs> I'm yeah, the exactly. like great Terminator just doing high kicks <laughs> yeah. in the room. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess hip surgery too. The same thing in the future. Yeah, I That's can imagine. Gnarly. I heard that it's so gnarly hip surgery. Yeah, my yeah. mom got it. She, I think she, she did pretty good. She did. Yeah. Yeah, I Maybe think like in the future might that. be way easier than that. Like the new stuff. Um, Please. You, one of my questions are you optimist or pessimist but you seem super positive. You consider yourself a realist?
2: <laughs> I mean I have to stay positive man. Yeah. Life's too fucking crazy for me and yeah. there's too many ups and downs and you know if the shit that's happened to me happened to most people they would have already off themselves by now and like I'm yeah. pretty if I don't stay positive and stay focused on like the fun and positive things in life, then I don't see any real reason why I need to be sitting around fucking wasting time. I love that man. So yeah, life is fun. <laughs> yeah, really it seems fun. you can
0: live it to the fullest too. And
2: yeah, I'm not one of those people, you know, it's like if I'm miserable and I can't find a way out, I'm a move. I'll try something new you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'll go to fucking Vietnam if I have to and see if what that happens out there or Thailand, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I don't understand yeah. like how people get to that situation. Cause I'm like, run away, try yeah. something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For all, I, you know, I'm 38 and I know that I haven't met every fucking, maybe there's going to be, you know, a new dog in my life. Eventually that yeah. I haven't met, there's going to be new, maybe women, there's going to be new fucking friends. There's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, see it as I'm stuck where yeah. there's always somewhere to go and something to do.
0: And that's physically and mentally. Cause some people just <clears> get <throat> stuck mentally places too, you know? Yeah. But you seem to like, you talk about, I think I heard, well, We talked about it here. If I can remember, or I looked, I watched one of your interviews or something. Just always want to go leave Vegas and see the world, you know, yeah. and get out of there. And you've pretty much done that. Yeah. Except for Thailand,
2: Thailand, Russia, <laughs> and uh, Poland. Poland. Yeah. We talked about earlier. Yeah. Those are the three places I've never been if you hit those, you'd be pretty good. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm fucking bummed at myself for one of them because my dream destination <laughs> is Thailand. Okay. And, uh, you almost <clears throat> had a chance to go? Well, no, I was in Vietnam. Oh, uh, shit. And we were there for 10 days or two weeks, and I was on a serious trip where I wanted... We were told that we were going to like get a bunch of skating done and mm-hmm. do this, and we were going straight from there, and we had 10 days in Thailand. And at the end of the trip everybody looks over and I'm walking the opposite. Well, they're all walking to Thailand. It's a 30 minute flight Yeah. and they're walking this way and I'm walking this way and they're like, where are you guys, where are you going? And I was like, peace out. And fucking just bought myself a ticket and fucking flew home. And everybody was like, why'd you do that? And I go, because you guys, we came on this trip and I've touched my board and this is, I was really serious about skating. Like I really wanted to go skating in these places and the crew were like, we're all going out there to skate. And I remember this was like, I really wasn't drinking at all at the time. And I didn't have one drink or anything in that like couple of weeks. We went on edge a little bit too. Yeah. We got there. Everybody just got fucking loaded the entire time. And we skated one time, one wow. fucking afternoon mm. in 10 days. And the whole time I just sat there in like, you know, you have no internet, you have no TV, you have sure. nothing that. Like, oh, yeah, you, So you were just like sitting there and everybody's stewing. just getting wasted and like blacking out and blacking out and just doing it from morning till night. And I was just sitting there and finally, and I was like, I'm not doing, it. I can't do 10 days in the dream destination. I want to go to what you guys aren't going to, and I'm just going to watch you guys do this again. If I'm going to come back here, I'm gonna come back with my lady or something mm-hmm. and I like just that. do it the way I want to do it. Yeah. And he's left. I left. And then of course, a year later, fucking the pandemic kicks in <sighs> and I'm like, if we can't ever travel again, and, <laughs> I, and, and I blew my fucking chance. And no, you'd be fine.
0: That's crazy. This balance—you like so over it, like are yeah, so I, over, and you want to skate.
2: Yeah, and so I just—they literally were walking, and everybody just went this way, and I started, and then they all just stopped, and I just remember just going, "Peace." I bought myself a ticket home. I'm out, and just oh, fucking shit. got on a plane and left. Wow. And was that shooting for a video, a, a certain video that came out? No, that was. Uh, One of my friends hit me up. Okay, he was like, "Hey, we're all going to Thailand. I'm going to Vietnam, and then Thailand for a skate trip. We'd love if you came." I was like, "Fuck!" I always wanted to see those countries. Like, yeah, "Yeah, of course I'll go. And we got there, and like, I flew in in a different flight. And when I landed, they were already all wasted. And I was like, "No, that's fine. You know, everybody's gonna be wasted the first day." And then it just never ended. (laughs) Damn. And so I just ended up like doing a lot of things by myself. I remember I have like a tattoo that I got in Vietnam oh, and that was cool. because everybody's was wasted. And I just was like, I'm going to explore then mm-hmm. fuck this and that's like cool. wandered off and found a tattoo shop, went and like sightseed by myself and would do that in every city that we went to because everybody else was content just sitting there at a bar. Yeah.
0: Damn, you get tattooed over there. It's crazy.
2: I know. I, I thought when I walked in the tattoo shop that they were going to give me one of those. Like I had that Japan, the, d- d- yeah. That, that you like, got one of those. In Japan, yeah. I was expecting that, and yeah. I was like, dude, this is going to be fucking epic. This, yeah, no, comes out, <laughs> comes out, and I'm expecting. I got a uh, scorpion on my knee, and. I'm thinking I it's going to be, you did? Yeah, I was thinking it's gonna be shit. Fuck. It's like one of the fucking best tattoos I've, I've ever what got. I've just, I'm holy like, shit. who the fuck was this guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, was your knee all
0: swollen flying home and shit?
2: No, it was wow. fine. Like The dude was so light-handed. Damn. And That's I, amazing. You know, We spoke nothing. He spoke no English. I just showed him <laughs> a picture of a fucking scorpion. was like, I want this right here. Wow.
0: And That's hard to do that like in some other country, man. Yeah. Props for that, man.
2: And he, I signed the waiver. I can tell that it was a clean shop and everything. And was not expecting them to be that fucking talented. Damn, that's wow, that's crazy. fucking sick. Yeah, I got hand-poked at some crazy old-school
0: tattoo shop in Japan like in the 90s on my leg. i show here. With the you don't feel nothing, dude. Really? I thought really? that would be the most painful it thing bad. ever. It nothing. It just, it's just the sound is fucked up because it's like just going into your skin. It's just really fast. Oh. It yeah, it's, it's like what's worse is getting lasered shit off. That fucking hurts. You get a tattoo lasered.
2: I, I, I actually... Uh, Want to do that on one, and it's not that I want to get rid of the tattoo, yeah. I want to just do that because I want to f- feel what it feels like. Everybody's told me it's fucking so brutal. <laughs>
0: you just gonna do it to try to check out the pain, yeah. I've, I've been told that it's just it's worse than getting a tattoo, oh, I've yeah, heard it's, it's like, fucking brutal, and not, only skin,
2: that, and not only that, but everybody's told me they're like, a tattoo hurts while you're getting a tattoo, yeah. That's true, yes, it can be hours long and whatever, yeah. Once it's done, it's yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah. Apparently, this is a burn so when it burns it bubbles up and for like 10 days it's still it feels like an actual burn like yeah. it's in pain for days and it bubbles up too like yeah it bubbles up on your arm you can't pop it it's like an open wound yeah it's fucking it's like being me. on fire
0: yeah i'd rather i rather just cover the shit up i love going over stuff now if i can't if i have to laser it i'll do it but
2: i see travis barker keeps doing that now no it looks so it, cool his i know name, it's just
0: like the black skull in his hand yeah because he has such light gray artwork this shit's just popping on his. Yeah, I see it popping now. Yeah, I
2: seen that big one he just got right here. Yeah, and it's just like so bright compared to the things under it.
0: I love that shit. I love when you can do that later on in life. And you it's almost no like graffiti, mm-hmm.
2: like having the Tagging background. Piece. Yeah, it's like yeah. having the background piece. Yeah, his shit
0: looks. Dude, his hand looks so sick. Just the popping. If you I didn't like see that, it. Yeah, if he, yeah he's in his hand he put a skull on there. It's so On his IG. Yeah, they got some. Uh, they got uh, DTA somewhere in his leg. Oh, okay. I saw that. I saw that. It's so addicting, bro, isn't it?
2: Oh, god. Trust me, I
0: it just can't stop, bro. Yeah, I, I can I tell you, can't. <laughs> 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 I but I don't know what I'm gonna do. Besides like, your
2: face, do you have anything uh, uh, that's not tattooed? <laughs> uh, yeah, my
0: taint and my fucking Johnson and my face. But I'm slowly doing my head. So all you got sides, your, your ass cheeks, everything, Everything,
1: bro, everything. So you're never gonna touch your face.
0: Hi, mama. I'm never <laughs> doing my face. Um, <laughs> I might end up. I might end up doing. I was gonna surprise my wife and do like. A, I just I got, can't got so the much to read. Like I know. <laughs> I was going to put like a half moon surprising wife on my Johnson. on oh, my Johnson surpriser, But I don't know.
2: The thing is, is that you got What? <laughs> hey, what, what tattoo <laughs> artist? So what, what, no, what tattoo artist? So that's the question. Probably because Dan Smith because I trust him. He's seen my I, whole body. I know. But I personally, if somebody can't to me, I don't want to tattoo somebody's fucking dick. Th- I just don't. I yeah. don't. You know Unless I mean? you're a close friend i really like, no. no. What am I? Gonna, what do you wrap it around your arm yeah. and then fucking yeah. and, and then like that's so what they do. I'll hold it tight and then, yeah they wrap on, it on your wrist. I don't want to do that. Wait, like I'd they, rather not. Have, exactly would do right. On his they wrist?
0: pull it and they stretch wrap it, wrap around your wrist. Your dick. Yes. And they're like this. And they tattoo it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. They do it.
2: Yeah, I figured that that's what they would do, but I don't know. What about know. a taint? Would you tattoo a taint? On a girl, yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heard that shit hurts,
2: man. Oh, I saw man. a video of a girl getting a butthole tattoo.
0: It was gnarly, bro. It's on, it's on, you can look it up.
2: It's I, on YouTube. Yeah, I it's had brutal. a girl in Reno once when we were on tour, and we were in a bar, and somebody said, "Yeah, she has her asshole tattooed," and we we're like, "No, you don't." And of course, she was drunk, and she just pulled, bends over, pulled, pulls her cheeks apart, and she has love stinks tattooed around her asshole and wow. we're like wow good for that's you a but wild one. yeah, wild <laughs> that's probably so painful man. yeah it has to be it's crazy because
0: if i see myself when if i look at my body i'll see some teeny spots down there i feel like i'm 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 like i gotta feel those it's not like holy shit dude you're completely covered except for two spots it's like no those two spots are like Is bothering your, your me. ass cheeks are covered? yeah all that
2: shit everything bro it's no joke man I know a couple of people like that I Isn't think Lil Wayne's like Fully fucking 100% he? covered yeah. too Like I didn't know that. head full to body. toe Everything wow. But Antoine he has Dixon. his whole face too I Yeah think, he
1: does Yeah I think Antoine Dixon too he's Yeah like I don't off. know if
2: Antoine has his ass though Or maybe he You never know Who's that? That, that, who's that, 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 who's that who's dude that? would go that? in there And get like fucking 12 tattoos at uh, once Skater <laughs> Oh okay He's yeah. fully tattooed. too? Yeah, yeah he's fully covered, Yeah
0: Nigel too Not his face but like full body mostly Yeah and he
2: has. he has That's a big meme This his ass cheeks. Oh, okay. Who tattoos him. I don't know. He did some naked photo and you know how like that shit spread like wildfire. People are like, (laughs) wow. People are like fucking making memes of him like floating in space. Just his ass cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) I think somebody, there's an actual, it's called like Nyjah Houston's ass cheeks or some Instagram or some Nyjah's butt cheeks or something like that. (laughs) Wow. Do you have any daily rituals
0: besides skating? no like wake up I mean, do something every day the same yoga or coffee or
2: uh, i get in routines and then i blow them okay you know what i mean like <laughs> I I do that do, though, i'll, I'll get in like a routine where like app. for like, yeah yeah no, for like three months i'll wake up and i'll go to the gym and i'll i'll do like <laughs> two, 300 push-ups and 600 sit-ups and all this and then i'll take a holiday will come up or something like that That's and rad. all it takes is two or three days of not doing it and the next thing I know, i'm like shit it's been like six months now since the- <laughs> <laughs> it's so true especially the
0: holidays coming it's yeah. like i'm like i'm gonna do ai am gonna do a juice cleanse after thanksgiving or i'm gonna start this after yeah. that and
2: then after that you're like you're like just i have mm-hmm. a really bad routine and it's it's horrible and i've been trying to get rid of it for years and it's wake up and within 10 minutes of being awake i literally am outside smoking a cigarette Hmm, and it's I I feel like I can't wake up. I can't do anything. It's the first thing I can probably quit smoking cigarettes except for two of them the morning and then fucking right after dinner. Mm. But that morning one, if I don't if I run out of cigarettes the night before and I don't realize that I run out of cigarettes, I can't do anything until I have a cigarette that morning. Mm -hmm. Like I'll have to put on clothes, go to the store Buy cigarettes, come home, sit down, have my cigarette before I can even like shower, use the restroom, do anything. Because that's all that my mind will think about is just that first cigarette. And coffee too or now. Yeah, it's here and there. You know what I mean? Like That's like four days a week or something like that. How much is a pack of cigarettes now? (sighs) Mine are 13. Holy shit. You just want to have American spirits? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why well, is that?
0: It's at the high. Is at the high level? High? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, the bougie it's, cigarette. It's, it's the it's the sinister cigarette. <laughs> yeah, the healthiest. The hipster. Ther- yeah, yeah, it's the
2: healthiest non uh, chemical really? based yeah. one. But yeah, like just they're straight, straight, like uh, I didn't know that they're dumb expensive. So and in Vegas they're only eight fifty. So I will have people, my friends, whenever they're going out to the Indian reservations or things like that. I'll be like, pick me up a couple of cartons and I'll pay him for you. Cause I'd rather pay 75 bucks for a carton than I would fucking 140.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how many years you been smoking for? Uh,
2: started when I was 17.
0: Oh, you're 17 years old. Yeah. Wow. He never tried to quit or no.
2: Oh yeah. I quit for four years. Okay. Oh wow. And okay. then uh, when we got in that car accident in Africa, uh, when we were all supposed to die and we were all sitting there shaking like this and we were in the what middle that of nowhere That's story, uh It was on some Thrasher trip. Oh um, shit. You could look it up on okay, I will. Thrasher Skate Rock Africa, okay. South Africa. But uh Fuck. we were all supposed to die and then after that um it, it the reason it said you can look it up is because some two people just happened to be filming.
0: Holy shit. So okay.
2: Uh after that, we were stranded for hours in this place called a Valley of a Thousand Hills. So think about what that's called. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <clears throat> some dude, Tony Trujillo, had fucking... or Chih- Whatever. He had a, a bottle of vodka because he was with his wife. And he was like, dude, I was, we were saving this for a, a special occasion. <laughs> and he pulled it out of his bag. And then somebody else happened to have a pack of cigarettes. And everybody in the van was like shaking. And I have a shot, and like took a shot, and then like, do you have a cigarette, please? And like, holy shit! So we had nothing else to do for the next like five hours till the rescue team came, and so we all just smoked the two packs of cigarettes, whatever. And by the end of the packs of that, everybody's like, "Can I get a pack of cigarettes, please?" (laughs) (laughs) We almost died,
0: so we should like. Yeah, so now
2: I've been smoking for five years since then. Okay, that was on October thirteenth, and. On October 13th this year, I tried to quit again. Okay. It's really hard, but I've already given myself a goal of literally right after Thanksgiving. I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to start next year with this. It's I'm mm-hmm. done. You know what I mean? I fucking hate cigarettes, and I just smoke them because it's something to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does your lady don't
2: smoke too? She's actually got seven days right now. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Go. That's inspiring me. I know. Me. Good for I know. Her, yeah. And I've actually, that's why I've wow. been like- I walk around the fucking block to smoke a cigarette now in the morning, or I like try to like be politeful because I'm like, you know, the more that you keep doing that, I love that. The more you're going to inspire me not to fucking want to touch these things. Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: So she's been smoking a long time too, probably.
2: Yeah. And tell you what, man, 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 she is being crazy right now. Oh, because of that. Do not want to have a girlfriend (laughs) smoking cigarettes. So, I maybe am, it's better if she am, does it
0: first and then you go next. Uh, yeah. yeah, well,
2: no, she keeps telling me that we have to quit this. I'm like, we're not quitting at the same time. Trust me. <laughs> so I'm like, weak. you she literally, can't. like, I'm lucky enough that I have cigarettes to stay strong enough to deal with what you're throwing at me right okay. now. <laughs> so, she's got mood swings, cranky, uh, yeah, all that. So she is very fucking angry at the world about everything right now. And it's not like, and I know that once she hits day 10, 12, whatever, she'll calm down. And every day it's been getting a little bit better. But, yeah, like, <laughs> Let's say she walks in and there's a dish that I didn't do that she expected mentally that she didn't ask me to do. But you know, next thing you know, it's my fault for everything right now. And I'm I, I'm patient with her because I'm like I know what you're going through. I'm it's not so you speaking. Yeah. yeah, I'm like I'm sorry. This is literally like I'll clean it. I won't. We won't argue. Let me just <laughs> do whatever you need. Anything, please. I know because if you do this, I'm fucking proud of you.
0: Yeah, isn't it crazy how changing mood that create that, that oh, drastically? Oh yeah. But not just having, that's wild, man, how much power it has. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude,
2: they're fucking ridiculous, man. Ridiculous.
0: Fuck. Well, hope you quit, man.
2: Me too. Well, my dad, he died on uh, December 22nd of 2019, so right before the pandemic. Holy shit. And he died, he had lung and all that cancer, and he quit smoking 10 years before that. Wow. And he only died at 59. And he was like, hit, you know, was like literally one of the last words he said to me was fucking quit smoking cigarettes, please. That's fucking heavy, and like man. Sorry of, for your loss. Of too. course. I tried to like, you know, quit throughout this year, but it was really hard. But really cause I was just, like, yeah. Yeah. And so I've already told myself that no matter what, I want to be done before December 21st. Okay. Awesome. Or at least on my fucking journey of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, 59, that's young, man. Wow. Yeah, I know especially for somebody who quit 10 years before. But I think that was also growing up in Vegas your whole life. And you smoked in restaurants, you smoked in the yeah, bar, you smoked in seven yeah. 11, you smoked at the fucking gas station while you're pumping gas, even though it's smoked illegal. Airplanes like, back in yeah, the day you Smoked too. in airplanes. <laughs> like, you know, there wasn't ever anywhere that, you know, we lived in a two bedroom apartment and he yeah. smoked him and my stepmom chain smoked the whole fucking time. Like, so I don't think that there was ever anywhere that you weren't, totally around cigarettes at yeah. all times so i think people from vegas unfortunately have it way worse than other people
0: mm. health-wise yeah
2: yeah or at least that era you know what i mean
0: yeah because it wasn't really prohibited right like it yeah, was in other yeah. places now you can
2: smoke in bars and everything out there still but still yeah yeah but Dang. it's a way different you can't smoke in restaurants you okay. can't smoke in yeah. anything like that but you can only smoke bars. like you are you doing this yeah and yeah stuff yeah. Like, yeah but no. the difference is Casino. they've uh actually invented fans <laughs> <laughs> like in every bar and everything. As soon as you light up a cigarette, they're like "Doom!" and it's big fans throughout the whole place that you don't see and whatever you could be sitting two uh, yeah. things over and not smell the guy's cigarette. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Way different than when I was a kid and it was just the whole room was cloudy. It would look like my mom movies. too. Yeah.
0: All of our clothes, my like cigarettes going to school. My yeah. mom would kiss us. She's like Virginia Slims. Yep. Fucking. Oh man. She smoked so much. We all smell like cigarettes in my Damn. house. She still smokes. No, nah, she quit. She smoked for fifty years and she quit Damn. like ten years ago. Awesome, Good you know. It you know was crazy in Vegas. Sometimes I would see people like with those like with the thing like the thing from the hospital. They're in a wheelchair and they're smoking cigarettes, gambling, but they have that <laughs> the IV, IV shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, holy fuck. I know. Almost like some people maybe go to Vegas. Not everybody, but go like I'm just gonna have a last hurrah. Maybe maybe they want it. that's like their goal to go there and play the slots. And well, they made that movie
2: Leaving Las Vegas for yeah. a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's a heavy movie. Yeah. That really movie is mind. heavy. Is It's pretty true, though, right? Yeah. A lot of people go there for that exact purpose.
0: And will you ever live in Vegas again or just go back to visit? Fuck yeah. You, you know, can see yourself growing old there and going back? No.
2: I don't know about growing old, but I do know that during 2019, because I haven't really experienced it for long periods and whatever, and yeah. then during 2019, I moved there for 10 months to be with my dad during the end. Okay. And then came back here, got an apartment, and two months later, because I got rid of my apartment moved there for 10 months. Um, he dies. And then January 1st on, no, on New Year's Eve, I drove out here and celebrated New Year's Eve in my new apartment at fucking, I got it and got here at 10 o'clock at night and then did the countdown at midnight. Two months later, uh, or three months later, March 8th, everything was starting to happen. And I was like, got rid of my lease and fucking went back there and was there for a year and something during the pandemic and then came back here six months ago. Wow. So I think for the first time in life, I fell really in love with the city again. Oh, that's nice. Because when I ran away and got out and did everything, I was a kid. Yeah, It's a whole different world as a grown ass man where you can like really experience it where there is, you make up your own decision. You know, it is a different world when I wake up in the middle of the night because I'm kind of an insomniac and it's three o'clock in the morning and you go, I'm hungry. There's a fucking million places to go eat out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can literally just walk out, go two blocks down the street. There's bars in every direction. Long, you can All do whatever. Long. Like, you don't have to drink, but you can like sit there, smoke cigarettes, eat fucking a cheeseburger, have fucking, put 20 bucks in a machine, win 200 out of it, go back home, go to sleep. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a different world when you're an adult than, and I can definitely see, I mean, for what I'm paying for rent, I can have a four bedroom house with a fucking pool in the backyard and a two car garage. Yeah. I don't see me living there forever, but I wouldn't mind buying a house. Yeah. And cool. like, and cool. just the same way that I'm doing it now where I just go back and forth it's great. a lot. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's quick. My brother just moved there like less than a year ago. He loves it there.
2: Yeah. I think that most people that go there, they, they kind of fight it at first and yeah. then they go, Damn it! This city grew on me fast. Well, the
0: space and the price what you get, and, and the, then yeah.
2: hikes in every direction. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Everybody's like it's so hot, and I go, yeah, for fucking three months, dude. Deal with it. That's what air conditioners for. Everybody yeah. has one. <laughs> like the winters are
0: pretty cold at night. Yeah, there, yeah, so. well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah.
2: It's, it's, it's definitely sweater and whatever, but it's it's beautiful. You know what I mean? And if you're famous anywhere in any food or anything, Vegas fucking steals you and brings you and makes you open a restaurant or do something there yeah so we have better food there than anywhere i think i've ever been in the world because you can find every culture yeah in yeah. one fucking city it's a great point yeah they
0: call it like Vegas. they call it vegan las vegas now because there's so many options so They've, many vegans it spots. wasn't like that for a long time I know. but like the wind hotel had options in every restaurant there you know yeah
2: um there's so many spots out there now i just went to the brand new uh uh, World Hotel, the Hilton World Hotel that opened up like two months ago. I went there a couple weeks ago. Insane. And mm-hmm. then their food court is they got the best food truck of every country. Wow. And, and so there's a food truck of every fucking country. And so you can like, what am I in the mood for? Because it's here. it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely like, it's one of them cities that you can, and especially, I do respect those old people who are just like, worked their ass off their whole life, and they got enough money, and they got houses, and they're retired, and they're like, I don't give a fuck. My day to day activity is I go play bingo, yeah. and then I hit some <laughs> slots, and I sit by a no. pool, and yep. then I play some more slots, and I'm like, dude, fucking awesome, man. Good for you.
0: No, it's true. It's, it's awesome to have somebody on the pod who like who's from there and who loves it there, and you have so much pride in being. Oh yeah, there. I love it. It's amazing because I never met anyone personally that I know that's from there, and like. Loves it and still fucks with it. Mm. You know, it has roots there. It's awesome, man. Yeah. I appreciate you being here. This is an awesome hey, conversation, man. This okay. was great. Yeah. 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 Really yeah. Great. I like it rap. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like learning more about people that I thought I knew stuff about. And then because we've crossed paths for many, many years skating together all many, that minute, many. Years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah. I'm excited like to see what's next for your journey with tattooing and everything, you know? Me too. Today's tattoo is going to be a, a doozy, a fun one.
2: <laughs> what is it? It's uh one of Dom's
0: friends. Oh, awesome, man. Shout out to Dom DeLuca Brooklyn Projects.
2: Yep. I'm psyched thrasher cover, though. <clears throat> so I drew this up for her, and this is the one I have to do today. The whole thing? Little The all single needle, and she wants it right here, this big. So imagine Holy how shit, much look time at this. and really detail.
0: intricate. <laughs> Holy shit, it's like an angel with some, like.
2: Yeah, it's one some. of those tarot cards. Wow, temperance.
1: Oh, yeah, it is a tarot card, yeah. But that's That's
0: dope. I like to get tattooed by you. I'm gonna put that on record right now on the pod. I don't know where we're gonna do it. It's not gonna be my taint or my Johnson <laughs> <but laughs> on my face. I like be Have something like off. some
2: skate me the skateboard. Or I don't know. Yeah, It'd be yeah cool. whatever. I would love to get tattooed by you. We go awesome. over over one of your other ones, or we can go and we can get them removed, <laughs> and then we can get them.
0: <laughs> I, I really I'm really looking forward to your Thrasher magazine cover. I'm putting it on the atmosphere. Yeah, please. Yeah, That's your there. bucket list, Let's dude. Put it out please
2: there. hit up Tony Vitella and <laughs> Michael Burnett and yeah. just tell them, hey, man, whenever you guys are ready, he's ready. Like, Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I think it's awesome, man. Um, thank you for being here. I'm stoked to see your work. People can find you online as Brady. Brady. Uh, Br- Why don't you say Brady? I'm so because sorry. Don't worry. Don't worry. My whole Why life. I'm my whole life. life I'm looking it's, at his name. It's Br- I, know I, I know. My it's whole Braden. life.
2: It's Brady, Brandon, Bryden whatever it's brayden scissor on instagram brayden scissor i start telling people just think of braiding your hair yeah. yeah i don't know why i say that i'm brayden. so sorry i'm
0: such a terrible fucking with words man. no you're good you you're any good. more questions deep dive. no
1: man this is amazing I,
0: you know. I know you're a baker boy yeah i am
2: 100 <laughs> <laughs> maybe you um, can do a baker tattoo on me that'd be sick yeah. dude i'll let him do that have you yeah. done a baker tat yet uh no i do a lot of pds though tons of people I'll do PD. for PDs. You should do yeah, PD. I'll do- are you worthy of a pd
0: yeah Do you have to be it jumped in or anything or not? No It no. doesn't
2: It doesn't. I mean we know who the <laughs> original squad is But yeah. it's like Kids I do like at least one a week that's, Really? People come to me from That's the one that people come from Different parts of the world Hey man can I get a PD? Yeah. Wow That makes you get
0: and that it's, And it's, that. I'll I'll it's that. a I'll lot that, of times yeah. It's
2: from people just that Don't drink at all anymore either And they're like yeah But it reminds me of my fucking 20s And my cool. early 30s I was a wild man and Man like, I was I like
1: it. 15 Wild turkey in a freaking baker skateboard for real yeah then you're gonna get the pd that, sounds, that sounds exactly what i was doing yeah. at 15. I was like Are you that fucking was serious,
0: that you was pal? my world yeah dude you gonna get a pd bro and i know from him yeah that'd be so
1: fucking cool and i don't know why i chose wild turkey but that was my
2: first <laughs> oh really my first was wild turkey oh I, dude I that was my first i thought That's it was so like so... everything and then i found jack daniels one day it was like okay well, jack daniels like way smoother yeah, way with, yeah. <laughs> wild turkey put a little <laughs> yeah. hair on your chest
0: so so it was wild turkey baker
1: yeah, Wild Turkey, Baker, wow, Baker man. Skateboard. Always Baker. Always Baker.
0: Damn, bro.
1: Always Baker. This tattoo's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah! I got to get the PD. I should have a tattoo <laughs> on the podcast. I yeah, know. We'll do it. All right, man. Thank All you so right. much for being here, oh, of man. Of course. Thank you so much this for having me. This is
0: awesome, bro. Hell
3: oh, yeah. Thank you, Toby.
0: Bye.